0: Talk radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday,
1: Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Star
2: And The Cannabis Kid. Our show features news interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and and the world world at large.
0: We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email THCTucson at gmail.com.
2: We'd like to thank Tumbleweed Health Center, and Studio theme, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest type certifications in town, you'll find pimp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education.
1: Visit SummerWeed Health Center at
0: 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at SummerWeedHealthCenter.com. And remember,
2: be smart,
0: be safe, and, and educate. educate.
1: All right, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday for real.
0: I did it again. I launched the show and there was no
3: sound.
0: And that was my fault. All right, welcome
1: to Weed Day Wednesday, folks.
0: Woohoo! Marijuana! Cannabis. Hot weed. I don't care what you call it.
1: <laughs> Hot weed. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the pot. I guess that could have a whole bunch
0: of meaning. All right. woohoo!
3: 8.02.
4: January 11th.
1: Boy, we've had a lot of
0: birthdays this
4: month. Definitely to stay Wednesday, everybody. Stella's so here.
1: this kid keeps threatening to come in.
0: Silver sister will be back next week, hopefully. And
1: maybe Candace's kid will be here. Next. All right, how is everybody doing out there in the world of wee? Kind of cold here this morning. Let's see what it is. What it is? Forty six. That's kind of cold. Yes, Silver Sister. That's cold for the desert. For the desert. All right. Let's give a shout out to Tomboweed Health Center. 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, folks, come down and get certified. We've been slammed lately. It's been awesome. Where is? Oh, it's not even on here. What happened? We lost our um. We oh boy oh no. We've got an ad for Alzheimer anxiety. Uh, scientists recommend this. Um, uh, why are they giving us an ad? Uh, we re- we recommend cannabis, and I hit the laugh check, but they won't even let us hit the laugh track anymore. This is so weird. I'm not sure what's going on here, but come on down and get certified at Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Uh, Give us a call at 520-838-4430, and uh, we'll get you certified. If you want to know what you can get certified for, go on over to Tumbleweed Health Center. Go to the certification section and uh, right there, you can book your appointment right there. Uh, right now, we're having a special, and it is oh, yeah. well, how do I get that over there? Uh, we're having a special. It's 249, and um, it's that's if you are not on food stamps. If you're on food stamps, it's 174. That includes the state fee, the doctor fee, and we process everything for you, which is awesome. And it doesn't take very long these days. It's only taking the state a couple of days to for them to once we process it for them to process it, and then we're all processed and we're good to go. Yeah. There we go. Oh, <laughs> one of those. Oh, you gotta be kidding! What's I don't understand the ads. Um, this is crazy. We don't we don't want ads. We want our laugh track. Anywho, come on down. If you want to know what you can get certified for. The list is as follows. Uh, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea. Uh, chronic pain covers everything. Fibromyalgia, DDD, um, all, all sorts of everything. Arthritis, all the arthritises. There's a lot of them. Um, yeah, a lot of it. IBS, I mean, you name it. Fib- yeah, I said fibromyalgia. Um, scoliosis problems, kyphosis problems, severe nausea, seizures, all the seizures including epilepsy, uh, HIV, hep C, hepatitis C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, which we know goes all the way to dementia, everything in between, cachexia or wasting syndrome. Severe so and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple
3: sclerosis.
1: And you're also eligible, also as you're eligible for medical card, if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or a medical condition or just the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes any of the above conditions. So if you don't have anything that's on the list, but you're taking something that's causing something that's on the list, then you can get your medical card. That's the beautiful thing about
4: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card.
1: That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Must be garbage tape for somebody. So big old truck going by. Uh, you can email THCTucson at gmail.com uh, and check out com. Come on in, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. The Good Leaf is at 6220. 6220- oh, wow. Yeah, okay. 6224 East Speedway Boulevard, and that is our Hemp and CBD shop. You can go talk to Kathy and Michael over there. Um, Beautiful shop, beautiful, beautiful, and um, lots of great products for all the things I just mentioned. Uh, If you want to start somewhere, you don't want to go full-on cannabis first because some people don't, and I totally understand that, totally get that. Um, You want to start small anyway, maybe CBD or hemp or CBN or CBD. All of them. Um, maybe those in smaller doses of the THC helps you just fine. So, and that's fine. And that's why we have those shops. So they're silver by Bookmans at Speedway and Wilmot. Check it out. Uh, and the phone number is 532LEAF, which is 532-5323. Area code 520. All right. Speaking of all of the cannabinoids, where did I see this? Oh, did I blow it? I think maybe I did. I think it was on Cannabis Business Times. Um, well, let's see if we can get that back up. Uh, because I think there was, there may have been an article there um, that did talk about uh, what the other cannabinoids are that uh, people are choosing instead of just CBD. But mm, we'll find it. All right. Here we go, let's do a little news from around the world. This we're going to get from azmarijuana.com. We have been on this path for about the same time, I think. Oh, legal marijuana sales in Connecticut began January yesterday. (laughs) They began yesterday. I always love the pretty plants they put up there in these gargantuan greenhouses. Um, January 10th, legal cannabis sales for adults 21 and over began in Connecticut. The The Connecticut Department of Consumer Protection has approved licenses for nine hybrid dispensaries across the state. Beginning Tuesday, January 10th, adults 21 years of age or older with a valid ID would be able to purchase up to a quarter ounce of cannabis flower or its equivalent for transaction. Adults will be allowed to securely cultivate cannabis at home starting July 1st, 2023. Oh, well, that's good. Quote, MPP is proud to have played a leading role in the multi-year effort to legalize cannabis in Connecticut with a focus on equity and reparative justice. We are grateful to legislative leadership, the governor's office, advocates, and lawmakers for working to get cannabis reform past the finish line and to get it done right, said Toy Hutchison, president and CEO of MPP, the Marijuana Policy Project. In addition to legalizing cannabis, the law also includes provisions for the expungement of lower-level cannabis records. And, according to the governor's office, approximately 43,000 cases have already been Automatically or partially erased. <clears throat> 43000 That's crazy. That's awesome. Partially erased. <laughs> oh, a tricky little government. Furthermore, the law dedicates a large amount of excise tax revenues into a social equity and innovation fund that will be used to promote a diverse cannabis industry and reinvest in communities that have been hit the hardest. To date, 21 states and Washington, D.C. have legalized cannabis for adults 21 and older. Our nation's capital legalized it. Woo. Uh, Arizona legalized capital, uh, capital. They've got that too. Cannabis for medical use in 2010. And... For recreational use in 2020, it is legal for Arizona medical marijuana patients and anyone 21 or older to buy cannabis products from Arizona dispensaries. Well, there you have it. Way to go, Connecticut! I wonder how that's going. Hopefully, next week we'll have a little report on uh, what happened with those nine dispensaries. Mm. All right, Um, let's see. Uh, Oh, Arizona's largest marijuana dispensary opened yesterday. Okay, well, it's a lot of floor space. The new D2 dispensary, opening January 10th, uh, will be Arizona's largest dispensary and the only dispensary in Tucson with an indoor drive-thru. Quote, we have a museum display cases showing little elements that highlights the products. We have vegan edibles, ketogenic products, and a little bit of everything. Mo Ansani, owner of D2 Dispensary and the downtown dispensary, told KVOA. D2 also has a private room specifically for medical marijuana patients. The D2's uh, grand opening was yesterday. Huh.
4: Well, there you go, guys.
1: Right on. Arizona's largest dispensary. Sorry, but is that just because of the floor space? Oh, it's pretty large. (laughs) Sorry. They just need to add some more things in there. They'll fill it up, but that's fun. An indoor drive-thru. What the heck is that? That sounds like that. It's kind of like how our first parking area was at Tumbleweed. No, our second parking area at Tumbleweed. It was kind of crazy. All right. Let's see. What's going on? Um, Robot lawyer aims to make legal representation affordable. Hmm. All right, more about Connecticut. <laughs> Prince Harry talks to, uh, talks to toilet while tripping shrooms. Hmm, well, that's interesting and has nothing to do with cannabis.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: But here's something that we do need to read. And if we want, we can read about his trippy toilet experience uh, later. Um, but this is something that happens a lot and it's sad because and accidents happen. We understand that. But usually not always, but usually you can taste oh, again, usually you can taste the uh, um, cannabis in whatever it is, you know, in the edible. Uh, so sometimes people do eat brownies or cookies and things where they can't taste it and then accidents happen that way. But Study shows rise in weed-related emergency room visits among older adults. A new study from researchers at the University of California, San Diego, has determined that marijuana-related visits to the emergency room increased among Californians aging are age 65 and older over a 15-year period. Well, medicine's pretty darn um, pretty crazy. Uh, it's, it's really, really strong. And if you're not careful and people just are like, oh, yeah, yeah, you get, you get not such good experiences. All right. <clears> the <throat> study, which was published on Monday by the peer reviewed journal of the American Geriatric Society revealed a 1,808% increase in marijuana related trips to the emergency department among California, California adults age 65 and older between 2005 and 2019. Benjamin Hahn, MD, the lead author of the study and geriatrician of the Division of Geriatrics, Gerontology, and Palliative Care in the Department of Medicine at UC San Diego School of Medicine said, that the dramatic increase in emergency room visits related to cannabis consumption among older adults is a concern for many physicians in significant oh in his field. In an interview with UC San Diego today, he noted that the increase is significant because older adults are at a higher risk of adverse effects associated with cannabis and other psychoactive substances. Yeah, that is true. Um Quote, many patients assume they aren't going to have adverse side effects from cannabis because they often don't view it as seriously as they would a prescription drug, said Hahn. Quote, well, I do see a lot of older adults who are overly confident saying they know how to handle it, yet as they've gotten older, their bodies are more sensitive and the concentrations are very different from what they may have tried when they were younger. The study, which was funded in part by the National Institute on Drug Abuse, was conducted using a trend analysis of data obtained from the California Department of Health Care Access and Information. The researchers determined that the number of cannabis-related emergency department visits among adults in California age 65 and up jumped from 366 in 2005 to 12,167 in 2019. Medical marijuana was legalized in California in 1996, and regulated sales of adult-use cannabis began in the state on January 1st, 2018, Um, following the legalization of recreational marijuana by the state's voters in 2016. The study found that while emergency room visits jumped sharply between 2013 and 2017, they then leveled off, suggesting that the availability of recreational marijuana did not increase the risk of a visit to the emergency department. Okay. Over the past two decades, the consumption of cannabis by older adults has increased sharply as marijuana legalization efforts gained ground across the United States. Older Americans are increasingly using uh, cannabis socially and for a variety of health conditions, leading to a drop in the perceived risk of regular marijuana use. The researchers say that the new study illustrates that cannabis use among older adults can lead to unintended consequences that require emergency health care for a a variety of reasons. The use of cannabis uh, can slow reaction time or impair attention, which may increase the risk of injury or fall. That's a good point. There's also evidence that cannabis can increase the risk of delirium paranoia or psychosis and that using marijuana can interact with prescription medications or exacerbate pulmonary or cardiovascular problems and I think that could be true on both the um, if it increases your heart rate or decreases your heart rate too much that is not a good thing especially if you are on medication that's why we always say if you you know and most people nowadays Their doctors are sending them in. It's really great. Um, Their doctors are sending them in. Their pain clinics are sending them in so that they they know um, that, A, they they need to get certified, but, B, they should talk to a doctor that knows cannabis, um, but uh, especially inform your primary uh, that you are using cannabis so that you can talk about medications um, with either our doctor or your doctor, hopefully both, Quote, we know from work in alcohol that older adults are more likely to make a change in substance use if they see that is linked to an undesirable medical symptom or outcome. The so link in cannabis use similarly could help <clears throat> with behavioral change, said Alison Moore, MD, co-author of the study and chief of the Division of Geriatrics, Gerontology, and Palliative Care in the Department of Medicine at UC San Diego School of Medicine. Quote, we have We truly have much to learn about cannabis, given all the new forms and combinations of THC and CBD, and this will inform our understanding of risks and possible benefits, too. (laughs) Possible benefits. The study reveals the need for older Americans to have honest discussions about their use of cannabis with their healthcare provider. Moore says that such conversations should be an uh, element of routine medical care, but Screening protocols often include the use of cannabis with the use of illicit drugs. Quote, instead of asking a question like, have you used cannabis, also known as marijuana, for any reason in the last 12 months, would it encourage older adults to answer more frankly? More said, providers can then ask frequently cannabis, how frequently cannabis is used, for what purpose, such as medically for pain, sleep, anxiety, recreationally, to relax, in what form? smoked, eaten, applied topically, and if they know how much THC and CBD it contains. Once the provider has this type of information, they can then educate the patient about potential risks of use. Hahn agreed that patients should discuss their cannabis with their doctors before deciding to use it for medical purposes. Quote, although cannabis may be helpful for some chronic symptoms, it's important to weigh that potential benefit. With the risk, including ending up in an emergency department, he said. Well, I agree you should talk to your doctor, um, I think, if, well, if you have one. (laughs) Because um, nowadays, a lot of people don't have um, primaries anymore. They don't even go to the doctor anymore. They just, um, they need to go to urgent care. They will or go, I don't know, most people just don't need to, I guess. Um, Unless there's, like, major problems. Um, Let's see. All right. Well, there you have it. Be careful out there. And if someone just tells you to eat half of something, know that that is not the best thing to do. Um, Let's see. Here we go. Um, Cal Normal, California Normal, warns of potential THCO acetate risk. Hmm. Uh Uh-oh. A study study shows both THCO and vitamin E acetate may convert into a dangerous lung toxin when they are heated in a vape pen. Huh. Okay. Well, let's see. Here we go. Uh, New data shows a potential problem with vaping THCO acetate and the reasons are worthy of concern. The National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, Normal, NORML, branch in California, issued a warning on January 9th about a study that shows a significant risk for people who vape products containing THCO acetate. First published in the Journal of Medical Toxicology on December 12, 2022, a team of researchers led by Neil. L. Benowitz discovered a link between THCO acetate and significant danger to the lungs. THCO acetate shares structural similarities with vitamin E acetate, an additive that becomes dangerous to the lungs when converted by heat. According to the Department of Public Health, the 2019-20 20 outbreak of e lung disease sickened and hospitalized, 249 Californians, five of them fatally. <clears throat> On November 15, 2019, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, confirmed that vitamin E acetate is the likely culprit for e Vali. Vitamin E acetate also produces carcinogens such as alkenes and benzene when heated. When heated in a vape pen, both substances, vitamin E acetate and THCO acetate, produce ketene, a highly potent lung toxicant. Quote, we put out the press release specifically because of a study showing that vaporizing vitamin E acetate was similar to THCO acetate. Cal Normal Director Dale Geringer told at High Times, quote, apparently when heated up, it produces a serious lung toxin called ketene. Um, quote. As cannabis consumers, we often have to filter through anti-cannabis hysteria, but certain risks hold weight when products aren't regulated properly. Usually, vaping dangers arise when random thickeners and unvetted compounds are added. Yep, that's usually the case, Garinger said. Well, we have a lot of concerns about some of these other new cannabinoids that are being synthesized from hemp, which are brand new and never been tested in human subjects before. Some of them are advertised as being way more potent than THC. THCO acetate is being advertised as 3 times more potent than delta-9. THCP is being advertised as having 30 times the binding powers to receptors as THC. <laughs> what uh, that kind of reaction sets off a lot of concerns for us. Quote, well, these compounds have never been found in nature before, being made by fairly amateurish underground hemp chemists, raise a lot of concern, folks. Geringer added that <clears throat> Delta-8 THC isn't his primary concern, given there is slightly uh, more known about the compound, but its contaminants and other new cannabinoids he's most worried, mostly due to the unknowns, THCP, THC-JD, thc THC-B, HHC, and Delta-10 THC. Cal Normal reports that the sales of psychoactive hemp derivatives was recently deemed illegal under federal law by a Ninth Circuit Court decision, aka Futures versus Boyd Street D- Distro. Um, that's up for debate, though, given the synthetic cannabinoids can be considered illegal under the Federal Analog Act. Under the 2018 Farm Bill, Cannabis with less than 0.3% THC is legal to grow, and its products can be sold nationally, but the THC often exceeds the limit regardless. California's industrial hemp law, which is overseen by the California Department of Public Health, CDPH, currently allows the sale of hemp products with active cannabinoids other than CBD. THCO acetate begins as hemp-derived CBD goes through a chemical process. Going beyond how cam, uh, cannabinoids like delta-8 THC are processed, from CBD acetate, anhydride anal, is added to the mixture, making it an acetate. THCO is believed to be three times as potent as delta-9 THC, the naturally occurring cannabinoid most of us are used to. Quote: Cal Normal strongly advises consumers to avoid hemp products with psychoactive cannabinoids, especially novel ones stronger than THC, whose safety is particularly suspect. CBD products may be safely obtained from state-registered industrial hemp product manufacturers whose products must be tested for safety and cannabinoid content. The release reads, under state law, hemp products should have a batch number and a label, website, QR code, or barcode linking to the uh, Laboratory test results that state the levels of cannabinoids, total THC, and presence of contaminants, as well as the address and phone number of the manufacturer, and violations can be reported to CDPH. CalNormal adds that less common cannabinoids that are deemed safe for human use are CBN, CBG, CBC, THCV, THCA, CBDA, and Delta-8-THC. Wow. Well, um, when I go get a vape, if I do, I rarely do. Um, I'm not real big fans, um, but sometimes it's just convenient and handy. Um, I ask for something that's just pure cannabis. I don't want anything else in it. Um, so the chemical... Uh, manufacturing of things is not for me. You always have to be careful because um, you never know what's in it and you have to, you know, ask them. Ask for their COA. Uh, I know anyone can make one, but if they have one, that is awesome. You know what else was awesome?
3: Puff, 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 Buff, puff puff buff, 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 buff,
5: into my house, like what up, I got some good pot, I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop, ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty, my friends like, damn that's a stone ass donkey, rolling in hella hot, looking like it's of time, dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries, draped in a smuggie with my girl sitting next to me, probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice tea. What you know about the science of marijuana? What you know about people suffering from glaucoma? They need it, they need it, it helps them with their condition. If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians. Thank your granddad for voting for that guy, Richard. Nixon, is the president who made the plants illegal. But science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal. Alcohol and tobacco. so it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You
3: used to smoke weed. Special interest groups are nothing more than corporate. Let them go on only. The people have a dream. These special interests.
1: Well, welcome back. I'm going to have to be my own clapper now, (laughs) my own own lapper now, because the show went out, and I don't even know if we're on air anymore. Um, Okay, let's see here. Uh, Wait, did we see if we're even live on air? Um, Maybe Silver Sister knows. All right, good morning. And you... Oh yeah, great. Now they're going to have sound effects. All right, well that's all right. <laughs> I was going to play um, <clears throat> a video for you guys. Um, let's see. Let's see if we can get on chat even. I thought maybe going into the new year we wouldn't have this problem anymore, but it looks as though we do. And that sucks. All right, so if you go to Tumbleweed Health Center,
6: check out...
1: And you go to the video section. Some really great videos in there. The first one is my my favorite. Um, I'm going to have to close the front door here. Um.
0: <coughs> oh, first one is my favorite. Uh, it's, oh, no, that's with Dr. Lester Grinspoon.
1: We had him on air uh, before he passed away, sadly. Um, but we had him on air with us. It was, gosh, a long time ago. It was like... I'm going to say, like, 2014, 13. I mean, it was a couple years, I think, into the show. Um, He came on, and at that time, he was
0: not a fantasy. We were like, whoa, okay.
1: (laughs) Um, But I do want to play this movie for you. It's called Leap. We're talking about so many things about um, all these Hamiltonians produce cannabinoids and molecules and are they doing that with terpenes too um probably so let's see here this one's called leaf the power of juicing it is on our website uh, at tumbleweedhealthcenter.com i'm gonna i'm gonna play it i think it's i think it's like 15 minutes let's see if we can get through it with there we go hold up
6: most important thing that I can be doing right now. There are so many people who are sick, and it just can help them. People have to know about this. It's fantastic that I get to share this with my family, that we're doing this together,
7: and that we both feel so passionately about it. She was on over 40 different medicines. She had been on methotrexate, um, and platt one of those which nearly destroyed her vision, all the potent anti-inflammatories of iaxin, was on all sorts of painkillers and all sorts of antibiotics. She had classic steroid toxicity. Her face was in the shape of a moon because there's a lot of uh, swelling that occurs in the face. At the age of 16, was diagnosed with uh, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. And that evolved into a lupus condition, a diagnosis of interstitial cystitis, and autoimmune disorder, Bedridden four years. Her mother thought she would never survive.
6: I went to talk to William as a friend and as a doctor about his experience with patients and how they use cannabis. Seeing what the juicing did for me, using it in this form was so significant. It changed my life. About four to six weeks after I started on juicing, day. Okay. I had no more back
7: pain. I didn't need pain pills. I felt the best I ever had. A lot of people like cannabis and pot are, are not medicine. Are I stumbled on an article in Scientific American, uh, December 2004. They had an article on marijuana as the brain's own marijuana, and they introduced the idea that the body produces uh, compounds that are very similar to those found in marijuana or cannabis. Actually took three. activity of a plant is a measure of its medical quality. Um, but it's really quite dangerous. The heat or
6: age cannabis in any way, you're just drying some of the medicinal properties of it. To use the plant
7: effectively, we have to use it the way it evolved in 34 million years, which is raw, because when it's raw, the THC is bound up a THC acid. It requires aging, drying, so as a
2: hunter-gatherer,
7: we gather this plant, we know as well, as this plant ages, it changes character and suddenly has a psychoactive.
2: I think that's the most exciting area of cannabis research is looking at non-psychoactive cannabinoids.
7: Because if you do it, you'll like the THC acid, and you're going to have 600 milligrams of THC acid with the CBD acid. you be unconscious uh, better part of the week. Heating the plant, whether that's in a sucker, a cookie, a baked good, um, a butter, vaporized, smoked, all of those uh, techniques, um, convert THC acid, which is non-psychoactive, into THC and provide you with that 10 milligram dose. Um, But if you eat the plant raw, um, then THC acid is the way it's found in the plant, not psychoactive The juicing allows you to get up to the 500 to 600 milligrams, which is 60 times more than you could tolerate if it was heated.
6: This treatment is not psychoactive. People don't have to be stoned when they take it. They can take it and go to work. They can take it and with their kids. It's hard for me to, to understand laws against something like green leaf therapy and to think that prednisone is legal.
2: We're still fighting the, the stigma of uh, marijuana back from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. I was a prosecutor for eight years in Mendocino County so I know it from both as a defense attorney and as a prosecutor. The 1972 controlled substance accent that marijuana has no medical value
6: whatsoever.
7: federal government has a patent on its medical process. The food drug administration
6: has approved that it is best the drug. I have not found any states to be very open about cannabis research. In order to print an article in a peer-reviewed journal, you have to use cannabis that they have certified for your study. And there are physicians who have waited three, four, five, six years even longer
2: than that to just get a sample the federal government's been kind of schizophrenic in the way it looks at marijuana it says it has no medical value under that act but at the same time the federal government has been funding research in marijuana for years for decades and they have even patented certain strains of marijuana because they recognize it has it, that medical value the california narcotic officers association does not believe in medical marijuana they believe in all of big scam and that's how they train Law enforcement officers. Law enforcement is allowed to take a percentage of all assets that are forfeited and seized under the state and federal asset forfeiture laws. So it takes the really enlightened and compassionate law enforcement officer to recognize these medical marijuana laws are designed to protect patients. I was trained when someone had marijuana
8: you took them to jail. There wasn't no a medicine to use war marijuana as an illegal substance and people went to jail for it. In nineteen ninety six, California took a huge leap. Uh, I didn't support Proposition 215 because of the uh, education I had, the experience I had, and what I had seen through the illegal marijuana gardens that I had seen throughout my career. Since 1996, I have changed my opinion somewhat. I believe there is a very clear medicinal use for marijuana. That being said, I believe that there are a, a large percentage of people who use marijuana as an excuse to either make profits or for recreation. The the people who use marijuana for the true intended use that the voters pass, medicinal, I'll do everything I can to support their rights. There's many more things that law enforcement can be focused on than medicinal marijuana. And I I don't want to give the impression at all that I support people who are growing marijuana for medical purposes 364 days a year and then one day a year they make a big sale for a couple hundred thousand dollars, and and they're a a commercial seller that one day of the year. They're the people who are causing problems for the people who really and truly need and can use
0: medical marijuana. Terrifying, you know, to be told as a parent that your child does have a tumor in, in her brain. Took 24 hours in the operating room. They gave us a 10% chance of survival with treatment But uh, the Oakland Children's Hospital, where they called me and said they had a baby who they were discharging home. It had this baby had a completed all treatments that would be useful for it. Had brain tumors. Baby um, had uh, had surgery, had radiation and chemo, and the tumors were still growing and still multiplying, um, and therefore they, they said to the parents to take this baby home and make it comfortable uh, because there's nothing more that we know that will help its condition. I started to accept the, to the point where the illness had taken her and us and try and find some acceptance. A month went by, and I got in contact with the family, and they said, well, we just came back from Children's Hospital. They did a CAT scan, tumors have shrunk and there are fewer of them. And they said, I'll tell you what we've been doing. We've been juicing the leaves of the marijuana plant and giving this, our baby a shot glass of this juice every day. But this is like this wonderful hospice story. She is no longer on hospice. Um, I brought the oxygen concentrator back. Um, it's, it's just one of those wonderful success stories. This You know, the plant is a pretty amazing plant because it appears that the juice of this plant is saving the to us. Sure, we
6: have something that can really change people's lives. I mean, I was laying in bed, catheterized, thinking that physicians were just trying to make me comfortable. They really didn't think that there was anything more that they could do and that I may not live to be 30 which i am now but that was the best i could hope for the best i could hope for was taking enough macedone and percocet every day that i just didn't feel anything at all i didn't gotten in touch with dr courtney because we had received a doctor's recommendation from one of his patients and in it it asked that they start juicing the leaves and having capsules and a few other items which i didn't know anything about so after i contacted him I was really excited to hear that there might be some other
7: alternatives to um, the smoking of the cannabis. These are friends we've had. And they said, uh, your father's not the same as he was when so we first met him, and he's, he's much more alive and much, you know, doing a lot more more active. I, I informed them that it was because of the juice that he had been taking. Right after we started juicing, That he seemed to be more active. You know, We would do things out in the garage more, and he wouldn't spend as much time in his chair. Uh, we have ran, ran out uh, periodically in the last year and a half. And uh, that's what made me convinced that he needed it. Because when he would run out, he would have trouble getting out of the car.
6: I had four doctors tell me that I should have a hysterectomy.
7: You either have no ovaries or at the very least you're sterile.
6: That's my endometriosis is so bad. I would never be able to have a child.
7: Despite very potent birth control, despite being sterile, the high decided she was going to come join the party.
6: We like to distinguish ourselves by being extremely scientific. And people know that if they're going to come to us, they're going to have to go through a lot of hoops, but they're also willing to get the most up-to-date scientific knowledge on this subject. And they're gonna see a physician who's an expert in the field of non-psychoactive cannabinoids. And there are plenty of people that want that and are looking for that. We opened uh, our fifth office in Luxembourg. Their government is really sympathetic and open. There's an international group studying autism
7: and CBD in in Luxembourg.
6: There's a physician there who's writing cannabis scripts who's also a senator. And we've been working with him Senator Columbera. The government may be actually funding experiments in a research center using cannabis in large part because of Dr. Boynton's work with non-psychoactive cannabinoids and Senator Columbera's work with
7: cancer patients. There are now facilities for testing plants and there's been more progress made in the last five to six months. A new strain in from Spain called Canatonic, 6.9% CBD. Um, that's a 700% increase over northern life, which is our previous time producing. I would like to find strains that have all of the cannabinoids present in an amount that's useful. I'd like to produce strains that are adapted to environment. In Luxembourg, we're producing thousands of and thousands of seeds you know, to raise the money to give away a half-pound seed because if that person grows an acre of cannabis and feeds their family the protein descent and the fat ass is an incredible food source, an incredible preventative medicine source, and an incredible therapeutic source. And at the same time, they're sucking five times as much CO2 out of the environment um, as, as an acre of trees. First, we have to change convention treaty number one, which was the convention that the UN put out in 1961 that says, cannabis this is a crime, should be, if you have it, if you grow it, if it's in your possession, you should be in prison. That dogma has dominated the world uh, right now. Um, they're asking for input from the World Health Organization and the process of writing a letter stating that this is a dietary essential, it's not a criminal thing, because we have to change that treaty before we could go into Central South America and say, you know, here's you grow yourself an acre of this plant, feed your family. Cannabis International kind of legalizing the plant globally, giving it back to people as a food source. Prevent illness. So much better than waiting until you have disease.
6: With my own experience and all the patients that I've spoken to, I believe that it's not an isolated incident. But this is the best medication.
1: All right. Leaf, power of juicy. So check it out, Tumbleweed Post Center. Ta-da! All right, Um, Silver Sister, hello. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Uh, We had to go live again on our own. (laughs) Uh, How are you doing? How's the weather? What's happening? Um, There are 348 days till Christmas. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. That's for you and the bestie out there. (laughs) All right, you're listening to Weed Day Wednesday, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can check out Um With COVID, we didn't have as many events, but we did get to go to Pride, and that was fun, and um, <clears throat> hopefully we'll get to do some more this year. So anywho, check us out, and if you go...
6: Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get
5: on the right track with Tumbleweed's Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog
1: anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweed's Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and
6: well-being. Let Tumbleweed's Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way.
1: That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can also call um, 520-532-LEAF. That's 532 That's at the Goodleaf, the Goodleaf shop at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. Humbleweeds at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come and get certified. Come chat with the doctor you don't want to get certified, you don't have to. We do consultations as well. If you just want to meet with the doctor and see if it is a good fit for you, that's fine too. Um, That's just a $50 fee. If you are lucky enough to be one of the um, uh, patients that have doctors that will fill out forms for you, uh, we will process that for a $35 fee. And then the state fee is $150 if you are on food stamps, it's $75, but we do need proof of that. Either the card has to have your name on it or the award letter has to have, um, it has to actually say food stamps, and it has to have your name on it, uh, the one receiving the food stamps, and um, it has to have the, the dates that are valid. I think I covered all that, right, Silver Sister, right? I think it is. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, come and see us. And if you want to know what you can get your card for, get on over to the certification section of Tumbleweed. And right there it lists everything you can get your card for, and there's more. I'll tell you that in a second. Uh, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain covers a whole host of things, from fibromyalgia to migraines, seizures, all seizures including epilepsy, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, um, or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, uh, including multiple sclerosis, tremors, Parkinson's, things like that. Uh, You're eligible for a medical card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or just a treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes any of the above conditions or forms. That's right, folks. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email THCTucson at com. Come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. And we do offer telemedicine. So you can fill out the telemedicine form online, and we'll make you an appointment, or you can call and make an appointment, and we'll have you fill out the form online. So there it is, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Weeds Day Wednesday. Don't forget, only
0: 348 days until Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't help it. All right. Happy Weed Day
1: Wednesday. Happy New Year. It's still New Year. Happy
0: New Year. Happy New Year. January 11th. Ooh, Almost midway. Wow. All right, guys. Go smoke some weed. Go do some weed. Go drink some weed. That's even better. Even better for you. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. I love the bass line here kinda of hard to hear out there. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, folks. Happy weekday, Wednesday. We'll see you next week. Take care, smoke weed. we love you. Bye. Woo so have a great day.